Hey, this is dating coach Joshua Segafis. On this podcast, we talk about how men and women can level up their powers of attraction and desirability to take their dating life to a whole new level. Stay tuned. Keep listening. I'm about to show you how it's done. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segafis YouTube and Podcast the YouTube podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If I could get you to hit that thumbs up button for me, that would be awesome. Let YouTube know that you appreciate the content and would like to see more of it. I would also love it if you would hit that subscribe button and turn that little bell black. Uh, that also keeps you aware of new videos that come out. I put up videos several times a week, um, all with the purpose of helping my listeners to level up their attraction, improve their dating lives, and embrace the alpha mentality. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to jump right into it today. This one's more for the men. However, um, it might be important for women to listen to this one as well because it's going to have some information in it that you might find helpful for helping to understand. Like, I'm getting into some of the more fu fundamental mechanisms in human mating behavior and so the title of this video is making women want you one valuable secret for men <clears throat> and I think it's important for men to understand that if you want women to want you you have to understand what women are looking for and I don't just mean you know you're, you're necessarily like the style of clothes you wear or what you should say in a message like that's kind of more that's more surface level stuff. What we're talking about is foundational stuff. And we're gonna read. For, I'm gonna read an excerpt of a book for you, real quick. Um, the Evolution of Desire: Strategies of Human Mating by David M. Buss. For those of you who have not read this book, I highly recommend that you read it. Um, it's a bit of a it's a bit of a dry read. What David Buss does basically is he condenses the very complicated science of human mating behavior down into language that normal people like me can understand. And I've learned so much from this book. And to be honest, like like I thought I understood human mating behavior before I read this book, and this book just showed me there's a whole nother there's like multiple layers of it of human mating behavior like laying beneath the surface that I never even knew about, right? I, I practiced pickup and rain game for years and when I first read this book I was like, oh wow, like I had so many misconceptions. And this book helped me to kind of figure out the truth. So <clears throat> I'm gonna read a section from page nineteen. And this is in a section called Origins of Mating Conflict Between the Sexes. And this is this is actually pretty important to what we're about to talk about. <clears throat> My throat's a little dry. Men and women also clash over resources and sexual access. In the evolutionary psychology of human mating, the sexual strategy adopted by one sex can trip up and conflict with the strategy adopted by the other sex. I call these phenomena strategic interference. Consider the difference in men's and women's proclivities to seek casual short-term sex. Men and women typically differ in how long and how well they need to know someone before they consent to have sex. Although there are many exceptions and individual differences, men generally have lower thresholds for engaging in sex. 
For example, men often express the desire and willingness to have sex with an attractive stranger, whereas most women refuse anonymous encounters and prefer to know something about the potential mate prior to sex. There is fundamental conflict between these different sexual strategies. Men cannot fulfill their short-term wishes without simultaneously interfering with women's long-term goals. An insistence on immediate sex interferes with the goal of a longer courtship phase. The interference is reciprocal, since any delay also obstructs the goal of those seeking short-term sex. Whenever the strategy adopted by one sex interferes with the strategy adopted by the other, strategic interference and conflict ensue. Okay, so uh, this is important to understand because what I'm about to talk about, making women want you one valuable secret for men. I'm going to tell you a little story about this too. So when I was younger, I went through, like, so when I was a teenager, I struggled, struggled, struggled to get women to notice me. And the reason was because I was kind of needy and I wasn't very, I wasn't very, like, I was very nervous. I was afraid of beautiful women. I was very, I was very needy and clingy. And as soon as a woman started paying attention to me, you know, or a girl back then, I was a teenager. As soon as a woman started paying attention to me, I would basically jump all over it and I would, you know, I'd get really clingy and want her attention all the time. I want to be constantly be talking and hanging out and, and that would weird them out. And for good reason. Now I understand why, right? Um, that's unattractive behavior. It's a low value marker because it's a sign that you're not a man, you know, getting your mind in your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose, right? It's a, it's a sign of a man who's making the woman the mission and that's not attractive. Fast forward a little bit and I met my, uh, you know, I got married when I was very young. I was 20, but when I was 18, I met my wife. And so, you know, and I, I got a little bit older and I was kind of cool about that, you know, and uh, we both kind of jumped into it pretty fast. And, um, but here's the thing that felt really effortless. And the reason is actually pretty simple. This was the first time in my life when I was meeting women who I could potentially get into a serious relationship with where I was old enough to have anything to offer when I was in like, you know, high school. I mean, we met while I was still in high school. However, you know, it was a little different because I was older. I had like employment during the summers. I had a very serious job. I had a job lined up after school already. Um, you know, I was looking at going to college. You know, I had big things ahead. You know, I had big possibilities. So I had a lot to offer. And here's the here's the thing. And this is the the thing we're going to continue to come back to. I had something to offer. Now. That's something that I never really had before. I had my time, but that's like, eh, she's giving time too. I had like, you know, my body, which was pretty good looking. Okay, whatever. Um, but here's the thing. It's really important that when we assess what we have to offer as men, that we take stock of our resource potential. And there are many different resources. You know, there's, there's our money. There's the future money we're going to generate, you know, based on like our education or, you know, the business we're building or whatever. There's our industriousness. There's our physical athleticism. There are emotional resources, sexual resources. 
time resources right and there's also a willingness to share those resources and so um, for example if you have two cavemen standing side by side and they both hunt you know and bring home the same amount of meat every day but one of them refuses to share and the other shares willingly which one is going to seem more attractive just strictly based off of that um, women are going to highly favor the one who shares his food and the reason for that is because women all throughout evolutionary history have had to pick mates who are going to contribute to their survival rather than you know inflict costs on their survival and so in so for example a man who brings home meat every day and shares it with his mate is going to make a much more valuable survival partner than a man who refuses to go hunt and just sits around the camp all day and then whenever she gets food he expects her to give him some right so instead of bringing benefits into the relationship he's actually inflicting a cost on the relationship which is draining right we live in a world today where so many men are a drain on the relationship and women can be too but this video is for men so I'm talking to men it can be such a drain on the relationship right and we have to make sure that we're not operating that way in any way right we have to make sure that we're always leveling up the amount we can contribute <clears throat> and there's a reason for that it's not just for her it's actually for us because when we do that we make ourselves more attractive we make ourselves higher value men and higher value partners which is why my mantra is mind your business get your money pursue your purpose right those are the three things you got to do those things make you more attractive and even it's just it's even the, even that mindset and that life philosophy makes you more attractive right um, some women might say well Josh are you calling women gold diggers are you saying all they care about is money no that's not what I'm saying at all uh, but money is a valuable resource and we need it for survival so if you, so if you there's two men who are exactly the same and one brings home you know zero dollars and one brings home a thousand dollars every you know week then which one is gonna be the more attractive survival partner if a woman is looking for a partner to you know add to her survivability it's gonna be the one who brings home a thousand dollars because that's a resource so number one uh, as men it's important that we understand that this is this is an adaptive thing like women have adapted to care about resource potential for a very important reason if they didn't care about it they wouldn't have survived all the women who are alive today are the result they are the result of a long unbroken line of evolutionary success stories and all of those women you know over time adapted they learned that they needed to choose partners with better resource potential if they wanted to survive so that's really important to understand so we have to have something to offer now in my marriage toward the later part of my marriage I I ended up um, my ex-wife and I we ended up opening up our relationship and being non-monogamous so I started trying to date other women while I was married to her you know and this was an interesting experience um there was a certain element of it like so I I could barely get other women's attention at first like I it's like it just was like they had no interest in me and it was always kind of the same story it was like well maybe if you were single but you know you're married and I'm not sometimes they'd say well I don't really believe in that or sometimes they'd say I'm not really interested and, you know and I even had 
women say things like, um, no, I don't want to date you because I might get attached and you're married, so it wouldn't work. And then I would say, well, we can date. We're not monogamous. And then those women would say, yeah, but, you know, it's my feelings and I can't get wrapped up in that. And I didn't, so from my perspective, I didn't really understand what that meant, right? And and I that was like a mystery to me. And, I, and what I thought it was, I thought I just wasn't attractive enough to be able to get their attention is what I thought it was, you know. But in truth, well, that was probably partly true. Well, anyway, my marriage ended up ending, and, and then I went out, and I became, you know, I got divorced, and I became single, and I went back on the dating market as a single man. Um, and I kind of crashed and burned, and of course, that's my story. Like, that's how I, like, I started studying dating, pickup, game, and human mating behavior to try to understand why I was failing so hard and why I couldn't get any relationships with women to work in my life figured out I was doing pretty much everything wrong and then I you know changed my ways and I I, embra I embraced what I call the alpha mentality and so then um, <clears throat> which uh, you should check out if you haven't gone on my website you should go down below and, and check out my website um, in the links I also have a membership tribe if you if I, if uh, I don't care if you're a man or a woman if you are interested in embracing the alpha mentality you want to level up your life and really, really start making progress in your life, making it better, improving your dating life, you know, finding more success, being more attractive, that kind of things. Um, you should sign up for my mastermind tribe because, because that's what I do there is I help people on a daily basis to level up and it's, it's really cheap. Um, it's much, much, much cheaper than trying to get, you know, one-on-one -on -one, um, coaching or something like that. So anyway, so anyway, I leveled up and I learned that I was doing a lot of things wrong. And then um, then I started getting big wins. Like I had, you know, just beautiful, high-value women. You know, I was dating them sometimes like, you know, I mean, multiple different women a week and seeing multiple women at once and, you know, just really succeeding. I, I went from basically being able, not being able to um, even get a date or keep a woman, get a woman to text me back to just really being able to kind of dictate my own terms and have whatever kind of dating life I wanted. And, uh, and this was interesting. Like I had, you know, so, but see again, for the first time in my life, I had something that, um, I could offer, right? I had something to offer. What was it? Well, my resource potential, I was a single guy and being a single guy gives you a great opportunity like a great opportunity to offer something to someone, right? And some guys will even dangle that in front of women. They'll, you know, I'm single, looking for the right girl. Sometimes that'll get girls to want to, you know, if you if they're really into you and they think there's a chance that you're going to, um, you know, they they think there's a chance you're going to want to settle down or something with them, then they might, you know, jump into that with that hope in mind, right? Um, but here's the thing. Um, so here's what's important to understand. If you're struggling with your dating, struggling with your attraction, can't get women to pay attention to you, this is very important. Women have to be really careful not to waste their time. This is very important. Women who waste their time lose on the dating marketplace. And it's especially stressful because 
women, unlike men, are, are on a bit of a biological timer. If a woman wants to have a family, she has to kind of get get to it, you know. She has to get with someone who's going to be good to her and her children, and she's got to begin that process, which is a very risky process. And today it's riskier than ever because um, because it's so common for couples not to last and for men to take off or for the woman to take off, and then there's single-parent you know, households and you know, the parents are never together, and divorce rate's really high, I think it's close to 50%. So marriage doesn't really do anything to ensure that, you know, people stay together. Um, but So this is what's really important to understand. As alpha mentality men, we have a lot to gain by being selective with our dating resources only investing them in women we have a serious serious interest in right um there's something to be said for you know gay men women chase women there's something to be said for wanting to go out and sell your wild oats you know unlimited access to unlimited women is kind of the modus operandi and that's fine you know go out and, and hang out and, and do your thing um there's nothing wrong with that however if you're struggling to even get one woman to pay attention to you then that's a symptom of a bigger problem especially if you're a single man because you it, you should have a lot of resources to offer and you should be in the prime situation to attract women if you're single right but for some reason you're not and so well if you're not you're not you know so <clears throat> and so or if you're struggling you know then you could improve it but so so here's the thing If you're struggling really hard trying to get women to pay attention to you, then this is what I would tell you to do. Put a stop to the chasing women for a bit. Start minding your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose, right? I want to see you starting a side hustle. I want to see you bringing in extra money. I want to see you figuring out what your purpose in life is. Answer me this question out loud, like while you're watching this. What big problem in the world are you passionate about solving if you can answer that very specifically that's good if you are already spending four eight twelve twenty hours a week furthering that goal that is awesome however if you can't answer that question or if you're not spending money pursuing your spending money if you're not spending time and energy pursuing your purpose you have not you have not stepped into your true masculine role in life which is to be effective and to solve problems and that's gonna hurt your chances of being attractive it's gonna make you seem less attractive and I know it doesn't seem like it matters and you can try to lie about it but that's not gonna help you either because women are really good at spotting that and at some point you're gonna be found out and then you're gonna look like a fool and that's not what you want so you need to mind your business get your money pursue your purpose begin that process and then when you start dating make sure that you are investing your time and energy into 
the types of women who you could seriously see yourself being into. Of course, you have to get to know them, and you gotta, you know, have your fun and all that. But, but in, you know, invest your time and energy into the types of women you could be really into, like who you could see yourself being serious about. That doesn't. I'm not telling you to be serious about them necessarily right yet, especially if you're not ready. But I'm telling you to to focus your energy that way rather than scattering it amongst 20 different women, some of whom you don't really care about and some who you care a little bit more about. I would much rather see you kind of focusing on the types of women who you could really be serious about in theory, like you could be, right? There's at least some kind of hope for that. Um, and then I would like to see you, if you don't, well, if you don't have any of those types of women in your life, I would love to see you start going out and meeting them in real life, not on dating apps. Um, sometimes I'm not, this isn't a dating app video. Sometimes dating apps work, but I'm telling you don't rely on dating apps. We're in the middle of a COVID epidemic, but it looks like it's about to be over. The vaccines coming out in a few months. We're going to start getting out and doing things again. Go places where people are, you know, hanging out, be ready to walk up and introduce yourself to women who you see and think, oh, I'd be interested in her. And go up and, and introduce yourself. Do not be afraid to approach women like that. Like, you know, that's how we meet people. You know, tribal dating, going out and about, cold approach, meeting women, going to events or to classes or, you know, at parties or, you know, through your own purpose even, through your workplace, like whatever it is. So start expanding your social circles say yes to two things every week social events that you wouldn't normally say yes to expand your social circles and start meeting women and then <clears throat> once you start kind of going through that also i want you to have this conversation with yourself um on an almost weekly basis it probably should be what do you have to offer women who you express interest to. If the only thing you have to offer is sex, a good time, funny jokes, dinner, um, a little bit of your time, if that's all you have to offer, then it's no wonder that you're having a hard time, right? Finding a woman. It's, it's no wonder that you're having a hard time getting women to be attracted to you or getting them to text you back, right? Because women understand, at least, you know, a lot of them do. The high-value women out there understand when a man of value focuses on them and sees something in her that he likes, you know, so she's the type of woman he might want to be with. And then he, you know, when he... Uh, when he approaches her, not just literally in the moment, but like literally in a, in like a figurative sense, when he approaches her in like, and initiates the quote unquote courtship process of trying to, you know, court her, date her, you know, get to know her, engage with her, connect with her, escalate, sexually escalate. As he engages in that process with her, she will begin to look and see what does he have to offer me, right? That's what she's going to think because, because here's the thing, women are, they're very beautiful, they're attractive, they have this incredible feminine energy, right? And, and hopefully, there's a reason why you're interested in her, so because you see that 
she has something to offer you, right? Um, the primary resources that men look for in women as a baseline are youth, beauty, uh, fertility, and fidelity. Now, there's other things that matter too, but those are the primary resources. But for men, it's more like monetary resources, emotional resources, um, resource potential for the future and the willingness to share resources, right? So those are actually a lot more important to women than even like looks. I mean, they want their men to be attractive for sure, but you'll often hear women say things like, well, looks don't matter as much to me. That doesn't mean looks don't matter. It means that that's that the man has to have more to offer than just looks. Otherwise, it's kind of pointless. And the truth is not the same of men. Sometimes a woman's looks are enough to have to offer for a man, right? And that's just the that's the gospel truth of the matter. That's the that's the evolutionary truth of that, right? So what do you have to offer? This is the one valuable secret um, that men need to understand to make women want them. Narrow your focus. Focus on women who you could seriously see yourself being like seriously interested in and then when you engage with those women do so with intention in a masculine frame and then make sure that in your life you are producing something of value to offer right so for me for example I have well I have my freelance writing business I'm growing this business it's a second business you know, I have my own life, I have goals, I'm minding my business, get my money, pursue my purpose, I have my, you know, my, my house, my car, I have plans in the near future to upgrade my house, do renovations, you know, I have, a, I have plans to open another business a few years down the road, I have plans to greatly increase my income over time, right? And so, um, so for example, my, my girlfriend, she's really excited about those things because she's in my life and we you know we live together and we get to experience those things together and so that that that's a huge thing that i have to offer it's like not only am i generating these resources but i but my industriousness and my plans bear evidence of the fact that that they are going to be greatly magnified in the future and I'm willing to share them with you right so then that's the thing where we all benefit from that her and I and our whole family benefit from these plans I have and so and they're very you know ambitious and I work 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 you know I never stop working to make those plans a reality and that absolutely has an impact on on her attractiveness toward me right it, it just it's like a it's like a super magnet of attraction and that's how it is um, just like you are super focused and you can be so magnetically attracted to a woman who's so beautiful or who you know makes you feel a certain way or talks to a certain way or bats her eyes a certain way or moves her hips a certain way or dances or whatever it is you know sings whatever uh, just like you look at, you know, there's those women out there and you look at them and you think, oh my God, like she's so amazing. Just her being her is amazing. Uh, there are women who will feel that way about you, but you have to give them a chance to feel that way about you. And what they're looking for is the answer to the question, what do you have to offer them? Right? 
because what they're looking for is the best chance for survival. That's what the instinct is. And of course, it's, it's cloaked in a bunch of romance. They'll say, well, I just want a man who listens to me and understands me and who is my friend. You know, so you like watch these romantic movies and it's all like romance, romance. But really, all of that is just a cloak for the deeper instinctual need for survival. And survival looks very attractive to women because they have adapted to spot it, right? They come from millions of years of evolutionary experience on the part of their ancestors who adapted to spot these things. And so it's very, very important. <clears throat> and so for women, you know, the women who are listening to this, um, it's very important to keep that in mind too and to watch for that. Like when you, a men approach you, you'll know right away if a man is maybe a waste of your time because like, is he generating anything of value to share and then two is he willing to share it if he's not generating anything of value um, then you have to be you have to intentionally understand that what you're going to be chasing is maybe like feelings and emotions and an experience which could be a good thing um, that's why people have short-term casual sex encounters like that's why people hook up and things like that because it's like well it could be fun there's many different reasons why we choose to pair up with people but even in a short-term sex encounter women are, are still looking for men who have something to offer right um, there's got to be a reason for it now then it may become more physical like they're looking for the guy with the washboard abs or the guy with the big muscles right um, you know or the guy with the the great aesthetic or the guy with the fancy car or whatever it is like there's got to be something he has to offer her right um that would drive her to want to select him out of all of the potential candidates she has to offer because very high value women who are very attractive they have men lined up the block wanting sexual access with them so how they vet those partners and how they choose those partners that's all based on this like this mechanism is where all of that comes together. That valuable secret that men need to know. That men need to know. And it is what you have to offer her that will contribute to her survival in a positive way, right? So keep that in mind. And then if you can't think of it, if you're like, I don't really have anything to offer her, that's okay. What that means is it's time for you to start minding your business, getting your money, pursuing your purpose, and to get going on the things that you want to be working on, on the problems you want to solve. Because you don't have to have it all right now to have something to offer for the future. Resource potential is more important even than resources in hand sometimes, especially if coupled with the, you know, the, the desire to share those resources, you know, so um, as I've heard it put, and it's actually really true, there is nothing less sexy than a stingy man, right? A man who, he wants a woman to give him sexual access, but he doesn't want to share anything with her. He has nothing to give or nothing to offer. Like that will rub women the wrong way and for good reason. Uh, and you don't want to be stupid and just give all your stuff away to everyone, obviously, and, and offer all the women all the things. That's why you want to be intentional about it, right? But see, if that's missing, you're going to have a really hard time getting women to pay attention to you and focus on you. Because women need to have hope for the future, too, right? They want to have hope that the, the man that they're choosing is going to solve his evolutionary mandate, which is to uh, effectively solve problems, get results, be effective as a man, right? And of course, you know, that's kind of his mechanism. Now, there's an, there's the underlying mechanism of um, 
you know the evolutionary purpose of men is to is to is to try to gain sexual access to as many women as possible and then try to proliferate his genetic legacy and produce offspring that survive you know by spreading his seed amongst as many women as possible right and so but even that there's a certain point to where if he wants to be able to achieve that women must select him and give him sexual access and the only reason women would select him is if he is effective if he's valuable if he's solving problems if he is a higher value man than the other options that's why it's so important to be a high value man if you want to win on the dating marketplace and if you want to be attractive you must be a high value man um, there's a lot of people in this world who are trying to say that men and women play by the same rules. They want to lump everyone together and say that, well, men can do it just like women. You know, men don't have to be making money like they used to have to do. You know, to, you know now a woman can support the man and blah, 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 blah. Okay, maybe functionally they can. And sometimes, I'm not saying that that never works, but I am telling you that, that if you think that that's not going to affect your level of attraction, you are delusional because well you're either delusional or you're very very ignorant because the truth is that it is impossible for that not to affect levels of attraction right that kind of thing um, that's not to say the stay-at-home dads with moms who go to work are bad people but I would caution a man before he ever puts himself in a position where he is not generating meaningful resources solving problems and bringing value um, in such a case, I would I would uh, I would inspire a guy who's staying at home to start like a home-based business or something. If he wants to stay and watch his kids, um, you know, start a YouTube channel or, or podcast or start solving your problem from home. Don't just sit around and play video games and change diapers, right? That's not that's not how you create value. It's not attractive. Um, all right. Hopefully, this post has or this video has kind of demonstrated this. Uh, making women want you. One secret for men. Once again, just to reiterate, the secret is you've got to have something to offer. Got to be solving a problem. Got to be creating a difference in the world, making a dent in the universe, being a high-value man. That's what it all boils down to. All right, like, comment, and subscribe. Keep checking back for more content. Thank you very much for listening. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Joshua Segefa signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegathis.com. Catch you on the flip side.